Jesus curses the fig tree. On the following day, when they came from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing in a distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. And he said, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And this was the end. Jesus cleansed the temple. And they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple and began to drive out those who sold and those who bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. And he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. And he was teaching them and saying to them, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it a den of robbers. And the chief priests and the scribes heard it, and were seeking a way to destroy him, for they feared him, because all the crowd was astonished at his teaching. And when evening came, they went out of the city. The lesson from the withered fig tree. As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. This is the word of the Lord. Father, we just want to thank you for your dear servant as he comes this morning to bring the word of life. We pray your peace upon him. We pray that the anointing of the Holy Spirit will rest mightily upon him, Father. Speak through him. Break yokes this morning. Set the captives free. Lord, in your mercy, open prison doors. Let divine direction come to the confused. Let instruction come, Lord. Thank you, faithful God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thanks, Alan. <clears throat> good morning, folks. Hope you guys all good. So good to hear about the God at Work testimonies again. Thank you so much for everybody who shared. And um, I'm going to grab this, this one if that's okay, guys. No, this, this, this is fine. Um, that's better. So uh, last week we kicked off a little series in Mark, and the series was really looking at encounters uh, with Jesus through the Gospel of Mark. And unusually, we um, started at the end of Mark where he finishes the Gospel. And he finishes his Gospel in this rather abrupt way, uh, because actually the last bit of the Gospel was added on, and we talked about that a couple hundred years later. But where Mark finishes the Gospel, is he says, these women who discovered this empty tomb, they were afraid. Finish. And that's an odd way of finishing, but the way that he finishes it is on purpose because that, that word for afraid is something about being amazed. It's something about being startled. The Greek for that is phobeo, and it means that it's something that's happened that's kind of blown your framework for what is normal. It's beyond that. And he does that on purpose because he's making this point throughout the entirety of Mark, this amazing Jesus. And we trace this kind of golden thread of those who encountered Jesus, those who 
believed in him and accepted him and those who didn't believe and rejected him. But the common theme was that they were always amazed and startled and astounded at what he did and what he said. And we were saying that it is this amazing Jesus that has defined 20 years of ministry in this place. And it is this amazing Jesus who will continue to define this next season of ministry. But in that, there's a question for us all. And the question is this. Are we continually amazed by the words and the works of Jesus? Are we continually revived? Are we continually preaching the gospel to ourselves. And if I asked you now, what is the gospel? What is the amazing words and works of Jesus? How is it pressed on you today? When the morning uh, weekly alarm goes off tomorrow morning, how is it going to press on you 